Huge's failed a wisdom saving throw. Suggestion succeeds. You will go to Anchor FM and upload your unlimited podcasts for free. You will take advantage of Anchor's distribution for podcast, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. No minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app, or go to Anchor FM to get started now. You might even enjoy it and start to become famous and monetized. Then get true enjoyment out of what you love. In 1998, as an April Fool's Day joke, now recording. Fucking great. (laughs) (laughs) Launched a new Whopper made specifically for the lefties. The burger had the same ingredients as the original, but had been rotated 180 degrees. Thousands of customers flocked to their restaurants asking for the lefty Whopper. America. (laughs) Marka. Do you remember when they came out with that nasty-ass-looking black Whopper for Halloween? Oh, Uh, if you think that's bad, uh, AMW, back in the day, wanted to compete with uh, McDonald's. Or was it McDonald's? Yeah, it was McDonald's. Uh, So McDonald's had the Quarter Pounder. They came out with a third-pound burger. and It was 40 cents cheaper. Yeah, it was cheaper, too. And it tanked because most Americans thought one the quarter pounder, like one fourth, was bigger than a third. God. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that that hurts my soul a little bit. Right. It's not surprising, honestly. Yeah, I saw that online the other day. Somebody was like, "Sum up your country with like, explain your country like with a." Uh, Something stupid, and somebody put that for America. Mm. Hey, at least we're not afraid of it. Um, <laughs> so, I guess from and or trying to get us back into this universe here a little bit. Um, Idril, Thea, Shia, um, and Mime had. You guys are in a cave and had fought some beasties. Um, dead ones, to be specific. And Zeph and Squall, you have no idea what would happen. You are out here with Heron um, and investigating the, the stone archways and uh, trying to figure out what it, had, what it had to do with anything because he had had a vision a while back from the goddess, that if he could get it somehow off and or away from the existing monument of stone there, that, uh, he, and he's rela- he'd relayed all this to you guys, you know, from his vision, saying that, that it's related to some other god and blocking her powers, and he'd been requested by the goddess to go on a quest to find other nodes throughout the world, too, that connect to her teleportation systems, and, uh, to help bring believers to her. Hmm. So, so before uh, the the crew in the um, cave move, I was thinking you guys had been investigating this while they were fighting off that horde down there. What you guys could do is roll an investigation for me each. I guess I'll roll one for Heron too to see 
some intense stuff there. In the fist, With my plus zero intelligence modifier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. It'd probably help if I was actually... I was gonna say, yeah, I saw your roll go through on, uh. Yeah. Whatchamacallit? DD Beyond. Oh, you and Heron both got 19s. I'll probably have to reroll it. Just so it goes through on Astral. Oh, no, as long as I can see it and, uh. I can bring up bring up the other stuff. I gotta open another tab. I was looking at the vampire stuff for the other sesh. Oh, yeah. Googling a lot of uh, vampire genitalia. Yeah, I learned quite a lot. That creaky noise was pretty accurate of Johnny's. <laughs> Every time I opened up our Discord chat in the past week and saw that chastity belt, <laughs> I was both creeped out and amused. So <laughs> um, but. If you rolled a 19, that's where I'm going to go with it. I would say, Zeph, you you were like, you walked up to this pillar uh, in the center of it, and you kind of looked at it, kind of scratched it, and you're like, yep, it's stone. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yes. <laughs> this rock is, in fact, a rock. <laughs> and, uh, um, Heron, having known a little bit more from the goddess, too, and seemingly with his past knowledges, too, kind of walks, like, around each one of these archways and is and investigating them and has passed, passed them all probably about, like, on the three times now, it seems like, to you guys, and just looking at each one of them intently each time. But as he comes back around for that fourth pass, he just kind of vanishes. And Squall, you're, you flew over to the same kind of pillar of stone where Zeph was searching and were standing on top of it when you kind of noticed you looked through each archway and there's a kind of a weird weird shimmer through through the archways themselves but right under your claws right where you landed too there seems to be some form of symbol that you're not quite sure what it is um do I notice that I saw Heron like would I have seen that he, like, went around, like, four times and then vanished? Oh, yeah. And, um... I'm gonna full-on sprint around this place four times and then just stand right here. And nothing happens. <laughs> and nothing happens. <laughs> yep. Um... But... You're currently, you know, you know your companions had gone down to investigate the lost, last what you know, too, besides being left alone currently. Um, and after Heron's disappearance, you're kind of remembering that your friends had gone down to look for the guard that had been missing in town. Um, Uh, so I'm just going to kind of look up at Squall and be like, yep, mm-hmm. So 
And I'm just going to kind of like slap the rock and be like, now that we've deduced that this rock is in fact a rock. Uh, and Heron's disappeared. Um, what do you want to do? Do you want to keep uh, trying to figure out where he went? Or do you want to go see about that missing person? Hmm. I don't know. I really like this rock. <laughs> I feel safe. But I guess we should probably go I'm find... Gonna, I'm going to kind of move back here and take out a piece of bread and be like, are you sure? I'm going to fly over like a fucking bullet. Be like, okay. You give me that bread. And we can go find our peeps. Does Polly want a cracker? Don't patronize me. <laughs> I'm going to toss them the bread and work them out. Start heading down this way. They went this way, right? Yep. I'm going to graciously eat the bread. <laughs> and as you guys kind of walk down south, you notice kind of a small little... Um, you're right around the tree coming out of the cave entrance that had been previously found. A, a small group of people had just been walking to the north around the tree off into that direction. I don't know if you'd seen that specifically, Squall, you're kind of far, but I think Zeph may have. They were kind of going oh, okay. like this, up north. And um, the and Gunther sitting out front of the the, the cave obediently, like, um, like, hi guys! Is that blood? There was, there is a lot of blood. Okay. Oh god. I'm gonna, ask, I'm gonna cast. Uh, I'm gonna speak. walk up to Gunther and give her, give him a bunch of head scratches. I'm gonna cast Animal Speak and ask Gunther what's with all the blood. He says, "Uh, yeah. Well, um, still getting used to having the ability to speak fully." Oh, I forgot he could speak. I didn't need to cast No, that. you did have to cast that. Oh, like he okay. can he can ca he can speak fully into Thea's mind and uh but he's like he's still trying but he's gained gained more intellect after his death is kind of what he says too. Um Okay. So that's why he's able to talk more more freely even though it's not with like his actual like he's still kind of like, you know, making dog noises at you at this point, but you're able to understand what he's saying. <laughs> And, oh, okay. and he says, uh, well, uh, Thea had, and the rest of the group, you were here too, if you, you might have forgotten us all, but the other, um, uh, dog, Wog, um, he'd, he'd led us to this direction where the people had been taken, taking, uh, taken away by, uh, individuals in the night, he'd said, and he found this blood and then the drag paths to the cave that or to the cave entrance that it led us. Hmm. Okay. Well. And he can he can still kind of connect to you, Thea, so he's kind of let you know that Squall and Zephyr outside. Do you want him to tell them anything? Yeah. Hey, Gunther. Make sure that when they come in the tunnel, they 
head to the left. Is that right? Is that where we went? Mm -hmm. Yeah, whichever direction we went, I'm going to say. I don't remember exactly. Okay. What are you doing? Causing anarchy and chaos. Clearly. <laughs> I'm, fueling, I'm fueling the energy that sustains me. Some call it coffee, but I don't. Oh wow, we're breaking everything. Sweet. And then he then he asks, um, do you want me to come in too, Thea? Gunther? Yes, I'd love to see you, Gunther. Alright, and then he kind of bounds through the entrance of the tunnel and lets Squall know all of the all of what you had said there. I'm gonna follow Gunther. As will I. Tally ho! And he is a badger. I forgot oh. about that. Don't <laughs> not anymore. I think I, at, right at the end I had changed back. Oh, I was okay. gonna say, did we did we find more snakes or <laughs> I thought I was inspired and I turned into a badger. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I thought right at the end you guys had or you, rather you would just turned into a badger, just like you said, for funsies. Honey badgers will actually uh they'll attack lions. So they're powerful. We oh, were yeah. trying to dig a mass grave, so that was appropriate. Yes. There you go. What was that brief? <laughs> I think uh, it was just what Thea just said. Oh, okay. About how she turned into a badger to dig a bunch of graves. I forgot about that, honestly, too. Holy crap, you're huge. <laughs> <laughs> the spell backfired. into a giant. Gigantism. There we go. Hey, guys. Did you happen to see a floating spectral human being on your way in? Um, no. No. A lot of blood, though. A lot of blood. Like, well, a lot of blood. There was some dead things, that, and they were falling from the ceiling. Is, is that what the, the mounds are? The dead things that are re-dead? Yeah. So I guess to sum it up, we were killing That's... all these undead things, and then we realized that maybe they were the townspeople, and then Jamal was dead, but he turned into a ghost and led, ran away from the cave. That's fair. Where's, uh, where's What's-His-Face? Uh, what was his Ooh. name? Derek? Oh, I think Derek was really upset about Jamal when he left. Okay. Is this Jamal's blood that was standing in? Yes. Is Definitely. Jamal who we were Ew. supposed to find? Yeah. Oh, well, that's awkward. I don't really uh, know what to do about the ghost part of Jamal, but the holy water that we found is probably the cure to making all of these people not undead anymore. But if they're undead, wouldn't they just be regular dead? Um, shouldn't we burn them? I feel like we're going through a lot of extra steps here. If they, if the dead became undead, and then you dead the dead undead, now they're just regular dead. Which... No, they turned, they became alive. After they were dead? 
they were zombies, and then we, I think Mime poured water on them, and then they were alive, and they left the cave. So the holy water cured their zombieism, essentially? Correct. And as far as burning them goes, I wish that you had been here and suggested that a moment ago, before I was a badger. (laughs) I thought we dug holes, burned them, and then buried them. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. They might come back. I don't know. They might come back. Um, Let's see if I took any notes. Where's uh, where's Jamal's body? Yeah, we just buried them. We didn't burn them. Oh, no, yeah, we did. We burned the corpses before completely burying them. In my notes. I'll take that. I mean, I, I wasn't going to debate it either way, but... Oh, okay, cool. So they should be dead dead then. Yes, they should. <laughs> I think our thought was to continue into the cave because I think there's more... Oh, yeah, to explore. Because weren't they wandering into the cave and then, like, trying to... Transforming into zombies. Do you know why they were transforming into zombies or no? No, I think that's why we wanted to go okay. into the cave to see if we could figure out why. And no, I, yes, we but, did. But or wasn't there something with the tree? Yeah. I, I, yeah, you can go ahead and describe that if you weren't going to. I was just about to. I was just, I don't know the specifics, but I, apparently there's a giant tree on the horizon of Kidley Winks. That is, it seemed like it was calling people to it or something, but it seems suspicious. Oh, is it up on a hill? I think somebody said something like when we first found out that Jamal was missing, that he like went up onto a hill or something and disappeared. Maybe. I think we should figure out what's going on with that. Um... Yeah. Also, maybe if we find his body and, like, burn his body, maybe his ghost will disappear. Squall, also roll a d12 for me from that bread earlier. I was realizing your health is down, but you ate some bread. Yeah. Yeah, ate the bread. I raised my food meter up. Yeah. From 8 to 10. You said a D12. Yep. Boom. Boom. Hey, can't get any better than that. Nope. Nice. Is that for my health or? Mm hmm. Sweet. That brings me up to full health. It's very dark in this cave. Uh, I have a torch. I want to say, and I have night vision, but I don't know. I don't think you have dark vision. I I typically are a crocodile, but I don't know me being a warlock. I'm, that's what I'm looking at right now. I probably I'm gonna chime in, chime in for a shield here too. Um, she didn't tell me anything, and uh, I just came up with the idea that she and Mime, she is gonna chime in and say, um. 
Well, since we've got two other group members here, I think I ought to go follow those farmers and figure out um, what the what the noble lord will do for us in in naming this town and what it'll take paperwork-wise. I'll start working on that. Well, and Mime is like waving her arms and kind of just follows along. She out of the cave. So bureaucratic of her. <laughs> mm. I'm going to cast Produce Flame, which is a cantrip, just so there's, like, a ten-foot radius of light. Um, is this, like, another tunnel into the cave up ahead? Yes, that's actually where you remember, to the um, last zombies were coming from that you had healed. We're coming from up in that direction. Mm -hmm. Can I see anything else? Um, there's a route to your left is what uh, what you're seeing. That's basically blocking off that side uh, to your left. And mm -hmm. um, there's a rock formation in the forefront of you. And Idril's kind of noticing that the route is following the paths that you see uh, a little bit more so. Oh, shit. And uh, does any? Sorry. They're all just um, got. You, you, the more you look at them, too, you're noticing kind of an oily sheen to the roots. Um. Does anybody else have any magic water? Or did Mime just leave with it? <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't think I do. Which is dumb. I don't think I do either. I have some treasure on me. That's about it. I have ale. Can I? Uh, we got the water when we met Zenith, right? Mm-hmm. Can I do one of these yeah. and, like, lick the the branch and make, like, I don't know if that's, like, nature or medicine. Can I see if I know what's going on? Why they're so oily? Yeah, um, oh. it would be... Why is the I would... I would roll a... Trying to think of what you would... Yeah, it's a toss-up between the two. Let's go with... I think you're trying to figure out more in it. Um, the nature would probably tell you something about the, the nature of the tree, too, right? Whereas I think the investigation is trying to read more into why is it not being naturally oily. Like, it's it's why is it standing out to you? So try investigation for me. <laughs> Thirteen. Okay. So you taste... Um, after you take your finger and put it back on your tongue, instantly just this foul, like, stomach-wrenching, almost decrepit, like you just swallowed a ten-day-old corpse. Oh. I dry heave because previously I'd thrown up everything else that was in my system. <laughs> Guys, this 
there is something not right about this root. And I bet it is a root of this tree that we're investigating. Maybe uh, so many people are affected because maybe like this gunk is in their water. Maybe. I'm going. I'm going to jump in there a little bit too. I guess is that Chia had actually placed some of the healing liquid in the well to heal the town. Oh, okay. The goddess's blessed liquids. Okay. And these people got turned after? No, it was, uh, to, I mean, you're not 100% sure, but, like, you're guessing not because oh. because of that situation and what how everything is progressed now. Okay. I don't know. Do we want to keep going further in here or yeah. I'm done okay. to keep going further, yeah. Alright. I think we have some light. But yeah, you're right. We don't have holy water. It's awkward. We also don't have Mime here to run ahead and um, trigger everything. <laughs> I found the beginning of the cave again. Oh. Trying to go back the other way. <laughs> uh, I think I found something. Yeah. Um, so everybody roll initiative. Initiative! Yes! <laughs> murders! Yes, murders are only option. Mm -hmm. I woke up today and chose violence. You always do, Squall. Mm, I'm, I'm fiended out on bread. Hashtag warlock life. To describe what you're seeing there, you find yet another decrepit corpse kind of just lumbering, kind of like in the passageway, just like... But not really a attacking 
at, per se, um, and it is your turn to go first, Squall. Alrighty. Let's see here. Well, I'm probably going to do the classic Ultra Blast, so... Um, well, he's definitely within 300 feet, so... Let's go ahead and see if I hit. Dirty 20 to hit. Oh, that hits. Alrighty. Roll the damage. 14. Um. That's not a death blow, but it does some pretty good damage if you want to describe your... Um, I'll let you go for it. Okay, so as your blast comes out of your mouth and sails oh, straight across the room, it punches a hole straight through its guts and lands on the other side of the wall with a splat. And um, the the resounding force of your squall hitting the... Uh, <coughs> bless you. Thank you. Cave wall just goes... Squall, squall, and you hear thump, thump, thump. Oh, we attracted something bigger, didn't we? You um, escalated the situation yeah. so oh, it's much. The thing, it's the thing from Mount Moria, isn't it? And it's Thea's turn. That, who you're the done. fuck's this we? Uh, you are who attracted something bigger, not we attracted we something bigger. We are a team. <laughs> what I do, y'all do. So That's a terrifying I thought. Crave murder, y'all crave murder. That's how a team works. Mm -hmm. Thank you. In my TED talk. <laughs> That's how a team works. <laughs> we all chose violence today. We yeah. all chose um, violence today because I had some good bread. Okay, I'm gonna step up next to Skull and I'm gonna like whisper but loudly if you like. Like, this is a, like, a real townsperson. <laughs> We're gonna kill him. And I'm gonna try something, but you can tell me if it doesn't work. I'm gonna try and cast the spell magic on the zombie. And it, maybe that won't work, but... It, it, it'll, it will work. He'll become a whole person again, but he'll have a fucking hole in his chest and just die. It's like, oh, I'm back. Oh, <laughs> Why is there a hole in my chest? And then proceeds to gargle on his blood and die. I don't know which is worse. Honestly, I was thinking that was something that was going to happen, but because that was pretty much a better representation of how I can do it, I'm going to have to come up with something better. Um, so <laughs> he, or rather that the person, the what was a person in front of you um, starts to like, kind of like convulse at that, but like, not, and it looks kind of like around the edges of them, there's like a, a little bit of a smoke coming off of them, but it doesn't, the dispel magic at, um, doesn't seem to sink in, you know, it looks like it was starting to work, but then it just, he just kind of sways back and forth after that of, of the, uh, burning almost and you can smell a little bit of burnt flesh too and he's just goes back into the nah, 
smell like bacon. Well, I tried. The, the magic is strong with this one. <laughs> okay, that's it. Then it will be Zester. Um. Alright, so he's what, 5, 10, 15, 20. Just gonna walk up to him. And I'm gonna whack him with my quarterstaff. And when you walk up there, you see what may have propagated that thump thump noise. Oh god! <laughs> Who fucked up now? Not me. He's a big boy. Okay. Does a 15 hit the zombie? Yes. Okay. Eight damage. That's death. Do you want to describe? Okay. Um. No, I'll let you. Okay. So, um, you kind of take your quarter staff into the hole that Squall had done before, and just. Swirl it around, basically, <laughs> and elongating it and severing it almost the, the the zombie not quite in twain, only up to about chest height and but all the way through the decrepit pelvis and such. So it's like a, a half ripped in half half piece of flopping dead. That's <laughs> and slaps to slaps to the ground like a. With all of its guts and everything that you've just right. covered your staff in like as well. A bunch of baloney falling on the floor. So well, that was what twenty five feet for me to get over here. So yeah. then, guys, we just killed someone's like grandpa. That's fine. They were they were gonna die anyhow. <laughs> I'm gonna use the rest of my movement speed to move. I think to here. 5, 10, 15, 20, no, to here. Okay. And that'll end my turn. Also, you're the only one that's seen around the corner, by the way, but it is that creature's turn. <laughs> so... I'm gonna also shout, uh, there's a, there's a, there's, there's a very large Dum. thing coming. Dum. <laughs> what kind of large thing? Uh, and... I don't know. He's large and he's ugly. <gasps> wow! I'm gonna point and be like, there he is! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I dry heave. <laughs> I think that's his movement. And he kind of can kind of reach at you while you're stuttering. So, because he's got the reach. Let's see here. At who? At Zeph, sorry. Because I she she was stuttering over um what was around the corner and she's like that that, that thing, there's a thing, that thing. <laughs> it slowly crept off. There it goes. Now I was popping up the freaking window here. Um Ogre Zombie Twenty one to hit. Bruh. Oh yeah, that hits. <laughs> Bruh. Thirteen bludgeoning. 
13? 13. Holy fuck. Squishy, squishy. Oh, that's all? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's not so bad. I was thinking it was going to be worse than that when you said holy fuck. That's only, that's only like I mean, a... that's still a lot of damage. Ah, uh, that's only like a... a, a maybe a fourth, <laughs> if you're lucky, of your health. Maybe. Yeah. And this thing is like two times your size. And it just took this giant Morningstar club and swung it down and hit you with the shaft of it, basically. And slammed you up against the wall with the... <laughs> And then it would be Idril's turn. Okay. Minuto, por favor. What's that? Um, so I am going to shoot my longbow, but I'm going to cast something first. Um, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark. Okay. Using my bonus action, um, I will mark the zombie. And then I will see if I can hit him with my longbow. A 19 hit. Oh, yeah. Okay. So with my hunter's mark, I do an extra d6 damage. <laughs> Woo! So do 13. What's the hunter's mark? Uh, entail. Do you have to like cast something verbally, or is it like? Um, that would be under the components, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's verbal. Okay. Uh, so my verbal, I'm just gonna say you and like point. Okay, I dig it. I'm uh, just like you, <laughs> and then I like point, and then I quickly draw my bow and. Shoot it. And the arrow sails true, flying across the uh, your friends without any trouble, and sinks into his shoulder pretty deeply here. Let's do that too. For that much damage. And uh, it just sticks in his shoulder, um, the one not holding the club, and he, goes, he just <laughs> kind of takes it, but his shoulder flies back um, from the, the fletching that had stuck deep into him. And that's all that you can see sticking out are the feathers now. That's how deep the arrow went in. Nice. Um, and so the other feature with this, so it lasts up for an hour. And um, when the target drops to zero hit points before the spell ends, I can use a bonus action to mark another creature without using a spell slot. Oh, nice. So, just heads up. I've seen this in practice, and it's very, very nice. Like, <laughs> great success. I've never yeah. used it before, so we shall see. <laughs> yeah, when you said Hunter's Mark, I was like, fuck yes! <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's very nice. 
And uh, that's my turn. And uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna step behind this rock over here. Use some coverage. Okay. Let's see, um, this is. Um. So hold on a second. Thought I had something. Beast. Oh, is this a beast? Would this be considered a beast? I think this would be considered an undead. Yeah, more than okay. anything. Oh, I forgot about the Colossal Slayer, too. I was just about to say, our, uh, in our, he... uh, our old campaign, somebody ran um, <coughs> Colossal Slayer and Hunter's Mark, and they just would fucking destroy things. Yeah, so that's what I have, but he was he was at maximum already, so I can't do the extra damage for that yet. But next time, if he's still alive... I thought I had something. Yeah, Mask of the Wild. There it is. So I'm gonna. It's part of my racial traits. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna try to, like, blend into the stone so that, like, he doesn't come after me. <laughs> How does this description read for that? Does it, does it, like, uh, do you have to. Uh can attempt to hide when lightly obscured by foliage, heavy rain, falling snow, mist, oh, I guess, or other natural phenomenons. I guess I can't do that then. You could. You could, I would say. Well, I'm still gonna flatten myself against the rock and try not to be seen. <laughs> okay. Also, you. I was just going to say, you could technically and then just roll like a sneak is uh, all that would be from, me, from my perspective, is what you're doing. Oh, like a stealth? Yeah. I can do that. Seven. I would say from uh, mm. just a creature understandings of things that they didn't... The, it noticed the arrow go into itself, but didn't even see you, didn't even care, just looking straight at the rest of the party that's in front of it. And it's like... <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, I'm done now. Okay. Well, you hear another doom, doom off into the distance. Uh -oh. And Squall, you actually see another lurcher coming down the left corner. I'll really announce that to everyone. Hey, we got another uh, zombie to kill. So let's get that murder juice going. And then it would be, I believe, we're back up at the top of the order. I think, other than Thea. Thea, did you go yet? I did go, but is Gunther in here with us? I didn't see his initiative. Did you have his initiative? No, he is, I didn't roll. He, he's in the cave currently, as you know, but he kind of stuck towards the entrance, unless you were moving him around and asking. Um, unless you were expecting during that entire situation, he was just kind of following you around. I'm not sure what you were thinking. I forgot he existed because I didn't see, I like didn't really see him come in the cave, but 
if he can be in, involved in this, I that would be cool. So he's been following you around just at your heels. Um, yeah. I don't. You you should still have access to him if you want to roll his initiative for me. We'll get it in that. Okay. Get it in the order, and then. Cool. Depending on what that is, I'm still guessing though it doesn't beat the twenty-one from Squall, who is first. Correct. Nineteen. Okay, so he it comes after Squall and just before you. Squall. Already, I have this terribly awesome bad idea that I'm going to totally do. So, how, how, how high is this cave? In the portion that you guys are in, it's maybe you can just just see it above uh, the where your kind of sphere ends at about ten feet. You can see some of the stalactites above you, but you can't quite tell like exactly where it is, but it, you you know it's pretty close to those stalactites. They're not very big ones. They're kind of tiny little pointy ones. Is it big enough for me to technically fly, like, you know, three, four feet up in the air and get my flying movement? Yeah, sure. Alright, cool. So I'm going to be flying, uh, and I'm going to move right... How? Yeah, I'll be right here. I want to be in just enough of a distance to where, when it's his turn, if he wants to swing on me, he can. So... Um, yeah. Alright, yeah, we're going to go with the, the standby here. We're going to go Eldritch Blast. Let's see if I hit him. 25. That, is, hit. that definitely hit. Alright, damage. We're looking at 10 for damage. Uh, okay. That's what that looks like. Do you want to describe it, or do you want me to? Um, I'm just gonna like look like a sprinter, like right before they're about to take off and just like fly at them, and then like stop abruptly with my wings out and just hit them with an Eldritch Blast as hard as I can. So that's what that's gonna look like. Okay. So if you want to describe that, you can. But that's what I had in my head. Sure. Yeah. So you just <laughs> and uh, yeah. I would say you that same arm where um, Idril had struck you kind of hit just below on his guts, and the the damage from the the force of your blast just comes in and rips the meat off of the bones on that side, keep and kind of impacting them too, but not. Not enough to crush him, and there's just a <laughs> on the ground of what yeah. was his rib meat. Zombie baloney. Um, that was my movement. That was my action. So that was my turn. So okay, my terribly bad idea comes later. So my terribly good, awesome, bad idea comes later. Do you have enough time to think for what you want to do with Gunther there, Yeah. Um, a question, though, is do we see another thing that Squall was talking about? You know that... It, oh, Gunther does. Gunther can smell it distinctly, too. Mm. Okay. But it's still, like, far off a little bit. 
Yeah, it's still farther down the chamber here. Um, it's, uh, or rather, a tunnel in the left direction, yeah. Okay. So Thea's going to be like, get him, boy. And Gunther is going to run not that far to Ogre Zombie and make a bite attack. Seventeen to hit. That hits. Okay. Four points of piercing damage. I don't know if that came through in the chat I'm not, or not. I'm not seeing it, but um, that's okay. I believe you. The it didn't do that much. If you want, if you can see that there, so I I can describe what what he did there if you want. Mm -hmm. I gotta reload Astral. No worries. He 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 only he didn't even really have to sprint sprint up. It was actually more of just like one two step. Otherwise, he would have uh, probably blinked, and he just bites onto his ankle. Just and then I, he is going to blink after he bites, which is something he can do. Mm -hmm. Wait, with um, the zombie attached to him, or it like says. Before before or after teleporting, the dog can make one bite attack. Oh, okay. So he finished biting. He's, he, he's bit him on the ankle and then let go mm -hmm. and then blinked away. Okay. Yeah. Like, just back here somewhere. Okay. Maybe near Idril. Wait, let's count. Sure. You've given away your cover. Then it would be your turn, I believe. Okay. I'm going to pull a leaf out of my sack and chew it, and then evoke a fiery uh, flame blade in my hand. And the bonus action is conjuring the weapon. So that also casts light. So I guess if there's other things in this tunnel, it's kind of a beacon. But that, and then I'm gonna walk like as and stay as close to Squall as possible. And I'm gonna make a melee spell attack on him. Okay, on the on. Okay, I see it. On the ogre. Yep. A natural twenty. Ooh. 
That's a critical. Okay. How do I, how do you crit? Um, roll damage twice. Damn together. Roll. I think it was asked if we could do both ways if we were at one point. <laughs> Unfortunately, my memory is telling me. Um, so if you want to do both ways, it's a few. So it says, so this is, this attack is 3d6. Does that mean I roll 6d6? Six six. Yep. Whoo! Oh, wow. Twenty-seven points. Nice. I'd say there's something, oh. something large coming off of this uh, guy, because that's how much that did. Of fire damage. Oh. I would say then more like this. And he's on fire. So I just got some kind of like fire. some kind of like bout of rage came over me and I just start slashing with this fiery blade at whatever I can. Okay. The cold violence is infectious. <laughs> Squall has awakened something. Yes. And yes. um you chop off the arm previously in one of your swipes and the um left leg and it just falls falls down onto its one leg and just <laughs> with its arm that's still holding the club and is like as its arm <laughs> to the ground too and some black icor is falling out of its uh stumps onto the ground just not not pouring but more of an ooze just <laughs> Nice. Good old ooze. Cool. That's it. That's my turn. Zombie jello. No, 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 no. And then I believe if I stop editing the map here. Um Zestern, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I'm so excited. All right, so I'm gonna. How tall is this guy? Well, being down one leg, um, he is st like uh, probably probably his head was scraping the ceiling before, but now the his the top of his head's probably at like. Um, the lower half of eight feet, so like seven foot something. Okay. So I am going to get right up next to him. I am going to take my quarterstaff and I'm going to kind of like leap up into the air and do like a downward motion with my quarterstaff. Okay. Like a, a strike. So that's for the quarterstaff, yeah. which would hit, but I right. also need to see if you're jumping into the air, uh, not the acrobatics. 
the other one. Oh. Athletics. Oh. I think. Okay. 20, <laughs> 23. It works. That um, was for acrobatics, though. That's fine. You I don't need to roll athletics. No, that's fine. I, okay. I I always get those two confused, too, because acrobatics yeah. is like, oh, it's in the air. But it's, for some yeah. reason, associated with strength, I think. Am I wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Which... Um, they... No, acrobatics is dexterity. Athletics is strength. Okay. 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 Yeah, I always get those two confused. So acrobatics is with dexterity, and it's in the air. So you jump, yeah, up in the air, um, and when you bring down your strike, you want to roll that damage for me? Yes. I do. That does seven damage. And then, and then, I am going to, because that was like a jump up and down thing, I'm going to then um, take my quarter staff and kind of spin it to like flip it around and like jump up again and do another downward strike going the other way because I now have two attacks per action. Oh, nice. I'm just clapping. <laughs> so, do you want me to do another acrobatics or do you want athletics? Acrobatics. Okay. The athletics was because I was thinking it was associated with dexterity as opposed oh, to... Oh, that one was shitty. Got a nine on that one. Roll the quarterstaff still. Oh, God. That one's an 11. You tripped. Yeah. <laughs> and then you roll damage. Okay. Four damage. Wait, how was that four An 11 damage? hits? I'm confused why that showed up as four, because on my, like... I mean, that's fine, but, like, on my D&D &D Beyond, it showed as a 7 and a 1. <laughs> like, on the dice. But maybe it wasn't done rolling. I don't know. That's fine. I do see the damage. I do see the 1, but I don't see the yeah, 7. Yeah, it doesn't show you what the other dice was. So it looks like that's okay. the 1... It looks like the 1 was used for... Like, if you used one hand, and the seven was if you used two hands. Math Maybe. Maybe. Mathematically, I'm that, guessing. mathematically, that makes sense, just looking at the two. Yeah. But it doesn't yeah. It doesn't explain that if you hover over it, either. Um, right. Um, so that's not a killing blow, but th those two attacks, I would say. But do you want... Are you done? You didn't have a... No. I thought you were gonna I'm do. Also... I thought you were gonna use your key points or something. <laughs> I'm also going to use my key point to do stunning strike on that melee attack that I just did on him, which is uh, when you hit with a melee weapon, you spend one key point to make the target stunned until the end of my next turn if it fails a Constitution saving throw. So I need him to make a Constitution saving throw. He has to beat a DC of eleven. 
22. Oh, well, he did. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm also going to spend another key point to do my flurry of blows. So the first one is 17 to hit. Mm -hmm. And that one does three da or six damage. That'd be death. Oh, yes. I'm just going to punch him right through the chest. Okay. I'll describe the whole... The Pull whole, his heart out. The whole... Yeah, the can whole, I? Yes. The, yes. I'll, I'll describe the whole thing for you here, too. So you, like, you run up to this sucker who's down with one leg that's just, you know, chopped off below him, and you step... You actually pounce off of his cut-off leg and, like, backflip to smack him across the top of the head with the staff in the first blow. And it cracks home, but he's still like, and then you 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 jump back up to smack him across the side of the face, and his jaw flies off and hits the side of the wall just with a, and as you're as you're landing back on the ground, you just punch straight through his chest, grabbing his heart, and as you land, you turn around to hold triumphantly to the to the rest of the group. Claps. <laughs> I'm I want to be a monk. A monk sounds fun. Next time I'm going to be a monk. I'm going to do one of those, like, you know, where you, like, wave your hands and bow. <laughs> While still and holding the just, heart. Yeah. 10 out of 10. And then, and then I'm going to drop the heart on the ground and take my robes and wipe the blood off of my quarterstaff. The black eye core. And yeah. I seen you move back there, Idril, I think. Or, or oh no, that was Zeph, give, Zeph giving the turn to you, I think, actually. Yeah, and then I just started moving, so I'm going to move out from behind the rock. Okay. I was just doing that while you explained. Oh, that. no worries, no worries, no worries. Um, was there only one ogre zombie? So, right as you get right about there, you can... See the thudding from before is actually yet another large bastard down the corner, behind the smaller guy that had been announced previously. Behind zombie five. It just reads a zombie on my screen. I don't see a five, but maybe. Yeah. Well, there's zombie and there's zombie five. There's two zombies. Trying to find the zombie ogre. Is that the noise is coming from down here? This is a this is one zombie, and then this is the ogre that you can kind of see its hands and its feet just coming around the corner, basically still mm. just lumbering, and you can all hear the boom boom. Yeah, well, I'm just gonna basically pop out from this rock. I'm gonna point at this zombie and say, "You hunters, mark him, and then shoot my longbow." That hits. And that should be six. how much that did. Okay. 
Oh, wait. Uh, so, wait, no. I heard six, and then I didn't look at what you'd actually got. You got an 11. Yeah, seven and five. Yep, sorry, I didn't I look. said roll a d6, sorry. No worries. <laughs> um... There we go. That's what that did. Wait, but what about this guy? What you mean? There's no there's no other one on the on my screen. Oh, there's two zombies on my screen. Oh, he's not there. Oh. Okay. Um, and then I will continue running over here to retrieve my arrow. I'll just, like, oh. rip it out of his shoulder with all his guts. Okay. <laughs> and I'll just, like, shake it like it's, like, a wet object. Like, try to, like, shake off the <laughs> guts as much as possible. <laughs> Sleight of hand? Yeah, a sleight of hand for me. 23. Okay. So you just kind of like press through the crowd as the, you're like, eh, that was cool. Not that impressed. Need my arrow back. Thanks. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that's all I'm doing. Alright. And the arrow to describe what you'd done to the zombie that was down the corridor a little bit, um, I keep saying corridor, but down the tunnel, you drew back your bow you fired, and it sailed straight through where um, you thought his heart was, but it just... <laughs> and uh, sails straight on farther with the meat of his chest that is um, right behind him on the... F not right behind him, but a little bit farther back down the corridor by uh, the tunnel with the meat still attached to it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then it's, you hear another thudding, doom, doom. Let's see how much closer we can get. And my cat is in my ass. He gets right behind that first zombie that you 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 guys don't actually see him. I realize <laughs> you just kind of catch the the noise from down the tunnel that you'd heard before, just boom, boom, getting closer, and uh, this guy lumbers up around the corner just with that hole in his chest that uh, Idril had shot. And then it's Squall's turn. Alrighty. Let's see here. I'm actually going to move right there, kind of next, but behind the zombie. And I am actually going to use Eldritch Blast on the next zombie ogre. Use my, there it is. 
19 to hit. That hits. Alrighty. Damage is 10. Okay. Wait, am I actually... Hang on. Mm -hmm. I think I've been messing something up. What? I... Oh. I've been fucking this up. Okay, cool. That one's 10. I get two Aldrich Blasts per turn now. So... You want me to roll hit for the next one? Yes, please. Alrighty. 20, that's 25 to hit on that guy. Oh, yeah. It's so we have a 10 for damage and a 13. So we got 23 damage total. All right. That's what that does. Oh, you can't quite see it because of the, uh, the small confines. So just move them down a little, a little bit. Um, it's probably... little less than a quarter of his health. So I'm going to say you're aiming for a meaty spot if you're aiming. Yes. Alright. So yeah, I'd imagine with like, because at another level I'll get three beams. So I imagine how like they'll still come out of my beak, but a ball of energy is going to form around it. And then the beams will split out from that. Oh, okay. Is that what's happening with this one too, or or is it more of like a squall? Ball! No, let's just do like one squall. It forms a ball, and then two beams shoot out of it. Okay, so more of like the longer protracted squall, squall too, because it's more like the the slow build to to it as well. It's like squall. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Okay, and the beams. Um, separate out like you say and kind of um, slam into his stomach region but don't puncture all the way through just kind of burn away a chunk of the flesh there and it kind of pushes him uh, over in a hunched position he's like, oh okay Make a separate attack roll. By the time I'm level 17, I get four of those fucking beams. Nice. Dude, how fucking, yeah. And I can attack. So that means I can attack up to four different targets at once if I so choose. That's dope. I'll send that in. Oh, I did ignore that. Whatever, just rolled. Ignore that. I did not mean to send that. No worries. I meant to do that. Is it um, that it for your turn, or? Yes, that is okay. it for my turn. Okay. Then it's Gunther. Okay. Gunther's gonna run at this random zombie. Uh, again, two large bounds, and then let's grab its. Is there something in its hand? Um, this one doesn't have it, but it is covered in blood, yes. Okay. Apparently he's going to grab 
the forearm as if it's like a big juicy bone and then just try and take it from this zombie. Oh, but he rolled really bad. Eight to hit. That hits. Wow. (laughs) They're zombies. They're not very dexterous. Okay, so five piercing damage. So yeah, he just latches onto that arm and starts shaking like a dog does. And I'd say the arm with... se- separates with little, uh, little trouble. That makes Gunther a happy dog, I think. He's like, look what I got. But he can't blink again yet, so he has to stay there. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the again, the the black eye core is coming out of this individual and just oozing out of the, the bite marks from Gun- that Gunther had and from the stump of his arm. Nice. Then it is... Right behind the just-fallen corpse, you see yet another zombie kind of stumble around the corner. And then it would be your turn, Via. So, I'm gonna take inventory of what's going on around me. I'm gonna see that Gunther got himself a nice, juicy, chewy bone. I'm gonna. It's not juicy. But it might. It 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 has black ooze on it. That's juicy. I'm gonna walk towards Gunther. And I still have my um, flame blade out. So I'm just going to walk up to the zombie and go into it. Okay. Uh, 21 to hit. Oh, that hits. And 15 damage. Oh, that's a death kill. Okay, so yeah, I'm just just gonna like walk over to Gunther, have my sword out. I kind of expected it to die, so I'm gonna be really nonchalant and be like, so then pull it out and just let him fall to the ground, and then pet Gunther. I'm gonna say what you did when you did that too. You had taken the the flaming sword on the other side where the hole that hadn't been punched through from um, Idril's bow and slid it into its chest there and it you seen that it, it just <clears throat> and on on your blade as you pulled it out and slumped to the floor give Gunther head pats and I'm gonna step back no, no I'll stay that's it. Okay. Then it is Zeph's time. Alrighty. Um, I'm going to turn to the zombie that is like where the other ogre was. I'm going to walk to him. And 
hit it with my quarterstaff. Which is an 11 to hit. That hits. Nine damage. On him for that one. And then I'm going to hit him again with the quarterstaff. And six damage for that one. So a total of 15. And then I'm just going to kind of jump back here again. Okay. So you basically just kind of ran up to it, thwack, thwack, off both sides of its head, paving in its skull on both sides, too, but it's still kind of like... Okay. And that'll end my turn, because I messed up, because I realized I could have killed it. Then it's um, Idril's turn. Uh, so I'm gonna turn towards the zombie Zeth just attacked. Use my longbow. That's a hit. That's and a I'm gonna use my claw. Well, I guess I don't need to use my claw for fire. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a that's a kill. <laughs> and then I will run this way, just behind Gunther, and point at the big ogre, and shout "You!" and mark him. Okay, you want to describe how you killed the zombie? Um, you can go ahead. Okay. Well, your arrow. I guess it's just like through his eyeball or something went straight through his eyeball, back out the back of his skull, and having had the help of the two caved-in sides, put pressure on the back, apparently, because its whole back of its head just went <laughs> across the back of the wall. Nice. And it slumps. <laughs> and he comes... And just uh -oh. takes a swing from right to left, and it looks like it's going to hit uh, just Squall. Unless there's some. No, that's the dead corpse of the zombie. There's a lot going on in that little, like, <laughs> small area. Yeah. Just squall. That was a 14 to hit. Squall frozen. Babe. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to think of... Alright, alright, cool. Alright, I'm, I'm, I got lost in the music I was listening to. Alright, 
We're gonna do the same thing as did last time, and we're gonna do if I can find it. Here it is. Oh, uh, I the, the org is is attacking you. Oh, yeah, my bad. Fourteen, fourteen to I'm hit. Sorry. It's all right. Fourteen to hit. Yep. That hits. Okay. Right on the money, because my armor class is fourteen. And that does ten damage then. Okay, since he hit me, I have a reaction. Let him hit you first, uh, then, I would say. What's that? I said let him hit you first, I'd say, then. Then, uh, then you can read your reaction. So, ten. And, I think. Okay, so that's only, okay. So, he kind of, just with the, he's just lumbering up the corridor, or the, the tunnel. The dark, dim tunnel, and he swings left, right, as in the tight confines of the opening of the tunnel, just out with a clubbed morning star and strikes your leg as it comes across, just with one of the uh, prongs basically inflicting a small gouge. Alright. Oh, motherfucker, okay. <laughs> and then now you All got right. your retribution. Yeah, I'm going to be casting Hellish Rebuke. Uh, Josh, I need you to make a deck saving throw. It's got to be 15 or better. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh. 14. He fails. Yep. Alright, I'm going to be casting Hellish Rebuke at level 3. So, casting that's going to give me 4d10 damage. Holy shit. Okay. For a whopping total of 20. Oh, did you... Do you not have to roll that? Or wait, four... Okay, no, so that's half. Okay, I got you now. I was like, nice. Let's go yeah. here. So he'll take 20 fire damage. There's what that did. Hell yeah. Do you remember how you casted it last time, too? I was trying to recall what it even said. Like, I know it's a, a... I'm pretty sure at least it's a verbal command. Um, let me see. Casting time. Point. Uh, point a finger at a creature that damages you is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. So... Okay. I imagine I've got, like, three talons. I'm just going to lift up the middle one and laugh and point at him. Okay. Just so, bird. And a chuckling bird laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know. I, it works for me. Okay. And uh, the flames encircle him and just kind of spread up his legs, just singeing off his loincloth and around his legs, and you see his giant org dick just flopping around. Ah! <laughs> Hell yeah. And he, you hear him bellow in r rage and pain of the burning of his, of his favorite appendage. Yes. And it is... 
if you're done with yours... Oh wait, no, it wasn't your turn. It was his turn. Mm -hmm. That was his, all the rebuke. This guy is dead. And it is actually your turn, too. If you're... Yeah, we're going to do Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Alrighty. Rolling the first one. Turning my light on. Gotcha. Oh, that hits. Do not fuck with the brute people. That one definitely hits, if you didn't catch that. No, I didn't, but cool. And then we're going to roll the second one. That one definitely does not hit. Nope. So, alright. So we'll roll damage for the first one. Actually, that second one does just hit. I like. Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay. Well, nine for the first one, and then... 19 total damage. That's what that does. Yeah. Do you want me to describe it? Go for it. So as you're building up your newly acquired and favorite... The ball forms in front of your mouth, and it goes out and hits um, that same spot you had done before and carves out even more flesh, but seems to reach down and just burn off the last bit of his favorite appendage. Fuck yeah. And now he's a Ken doll org. <laughs> it's gonna that will end my turn. Gunther. Okay. Gunther will come up behind Squall. How tall is the ogre zombie? Is his head is scraping the ceiling, which is approximately like ten feet. So Gunther is gonna jump up and grab his arm and then just like dangle from it <laughs> if he succeeds. Um not great. Twelve to hit. That hits for the actual attack. Or was that a just the bite that you're rolling there? Because there's also the acrobatics that I want you to, to kind of... That was for the bite, but I can roll acrobatics too. Twenty-one. Oh, awesome. Was that a, a, a nat 22 or dirty? It was 18 plus 3. Okay. Dirty 20. Let's one. Okay. So yeah, I mean, the, he, he jumps up no problem, kind of runs up the crispy, crunchy leg now, and latches onto his left arm where the club, or the right arm where the club is, and just... He's just, like, dangling. It does seven damage, which isn't a ton, but, you know. That's, that's the max damage that Gunther can do, actually. So, there we go. And... The I would say that you were. He's holding on to the flesh, but it is slipping because he is decaying and gross. So he's got. Nice. He's latched on there, but he's like sliding down his massive forearm with his teeth raking just vicious um, tooth 
gouges in his arm. And then it is the, because uh, all the other, oh no wait, the zombie over here is dead. No, that's right. Uh, yep. The, uh, are there any other zombies that are still alive? That you or can is see? It just oh. None visible. We're no, just slaughtering. Oh, was that other one dead? Yeah. Did that, I kill that other one? You would just about, and then Idril had actually oh, um, finished right. it off. Yeah, through the eyeball. That's right. And out We're just like slaughtering an entire town full of. <laughs> People that are need help. But hey, we found you. Found your. We found all of your people, and then They're we dead. killed them all. You're welcome. Uh, That's not true. They're not all dead. Half of them got returned to the town. Four of them, I think. That's three. not a good statistic. We if saved anything, three of we you. More jobs, right, for the village. So more jobs means. They need more people, so it's more prosperity. So if anything, killing these people help them. Well, and really, is it that bad that we're killing these zombies? Because, like, the people already died. Like, they've already been dead and mourned. So, like... I don't think they were. <laughs> they were alive, if, right? If we didn't kill them, they would have killed more people. So... The scales are in balance. I'm gonna attack with my flame blade. <laughs> okay. I will just I can justify any murder, I promise you. Just moving forward. I mean you are the warlock, so that that adds so, up. I could justify a lawful good person killing people. Twenty six to hit. Oh that hits. It's a big one. Um, 11 points of fire damage. And Squall burning his loincloth. <laughs> Is that what was happening? That was happening. At his, whole, his whole, like, third leg. Mm. I'd imagine proportionate is probably somewhere around. Yeah. Horse it's top. probably somewhere between, like, a horse and a log. <laughs> the dimensions I could think of. Just a fucking baby arm. I feel like he would be on the small side for a baby arm. I feel like if, he would be made fun of in the zombie ogre gym for having a baby arm. <clears throat> like, somewhere between, like, a horse and, like, a fallen log is somewhere between, like, average and, like, damn. Well endowed. Yeah. I would, I would say the fire damage did him over, but that's a death kill, or a death attack, if you want to describe it. Um, I'm gonna, whichever, if the arm that Gunther was sliding off of, I'm just gonna take the flame blade and go just come down on that arm and be like, another bone! <laughs> Enjoy! What did he do with the first one? I forgot. Did he just drop it? I don't it? know. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I guess he saw a better he saw a bigger, better prize and he was like, Ooh, that one that bone is huge. Ooh. <laughs> I think he went for the wrong never mind, it was a bad joke. 
Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, so that definitely chopped off its arm, but in that case, too, let me do something else that I didn't realize the other one had, so I'm going to ignore it for that. But I'm going to say that, and he's going to... Who makes this roll? Damage reduces it must it makes that roll. Hmm. A five plus the damage taken, so it had taken eleven fire, so it had to make a sixteen, it made a twenty-one. When you chopped off its arm, it sliced through and cauterized with the flames on it, and Gunther's all happy like <laughs> But it's it's still kind of kicking. It's like <laughs> but it like despondently and uh, come Wow. Um, let me think the job's The one hit point? Yep. Nice. Alright. I was like all confident and cocky like oh I killed him and then he's still alive and I'm like oh shit. <laughs> if I move, he can attack, though, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well then, I'm just gonna have to stand here and hope that he hits Squall. And it's no turn. Alright, so 5, 10, 15. I'm just gonna run up to it. And... Um... Is it lost uh third leg on the ground or is it just gone um i'd say it was actually blasted behind him because like the way that it happened was squall had caught him on fire from the underneath charted and then the blasts came in hit his stomach again and then ate it i guess it did fall straight down yeah it's straight down below his legs um i'm going to pick it up and use it instead of my quarter staff and uh, try and beat him with it. Okay. I don't know what you want me to roll for that. <laughs> um, just roll the quarter staff, I guess, because it's about the same size. And and because of rigor mortis, yes. rigor. Twenty five. I mean that hits. That's brutal. Do you want me to roll damage or? Yes, please. I just want to okay. see. I'm gonna do it with. I'll do it two-handed because I feel like that's worthy of a uh, two-handed. Oh, but that's only six damage. Oh well. I mean, it's still death kill. Um, <laughs> it's not really... I'm I'm curious of how this actually technically works. It must make it so. It just every time it reaches zero, it must make this. Oh okay. So yeah, it still. <laughs> You beat it with its own cock, and upside the oh head, it, even in the rigor mortis form, it went <laughs> against his head, and he was like, <laughs> And then, so, because I get two actions per attack, or per, two attacks per action, I'm gonna do it again. I thought we were playing the good campaign tonight! <laughs> <laughs> That's a nine to hit. That hits. <laughs> <laughs> Ten damage. Another constitution. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Christ, he's still alive. And <laughs> he takes his cock to the other side of the space, just... <laughs> You're slapping him in the face with it? <laughs> yep. I hope he likes pepperoni. And then I'm just going to uh, do my... I'm just going to do the one unarmed strike so I don't have to use a key point for that. But I'm just going to, like, open-palmed, just, like, smack him right in the center of the chest. It's a 22 to hit, mm -hmm. and then 6 damage. Five plus six is still. God damn it, he's still alive. Um, <laughs> uh, so you smack him straight in the chest, and it kind of caves in the the um, solar plexus just a little bit. And he goes. <laughs> and then, while still wielding his. Uh, what did you describe it as, Ike? A fallen log? Um, yeah. I'm going to use the rest of my movement to kind of just step back here. Um, you were within reach. Ten to hit. Um, That does not hit. And fear roll a deck save. Gunther's looking at... Gunther's looking at the huge uh, appendage in your arm, and, um, and he's interested. Oh! Doggy want a bone? <laughs> seven. I only got a seven. Okay. Um... Okay. I'd say what happened there is Zeph, you ran in, grabbed up that cock, just... <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> caved in his solar plexus and then jumped back out of the way right as he's swinging his club in to kind of like counter your move of a sorts um because you you're it's just the uh you're disengaging you know you're outside of his reach at that point so he was swinging at you for that and missed but then Theo you were in the way of this large ass club that comes sailing down you're like oh shit over the shoulder basically and you take eight damage just <laughs> Okay. Were you done with your turn then, Tuzef? Yeah. It would be an idril. What is our wood elf doing? Alright, so Idril is fed up with this nonsense. <laughs> uh, so he's going to use his longbow. He's already marked... He marked the ogre earlier. Um, so he does d6, and he's also using his Colossal Slayer. Okay. So he does 19 damage. Okay, finally he's fucking dead. Yeah. So you want to cry? Yeah. I'm assuming you're going for the head again here. Or do you want to try to do something else? 
Uh, no, I'm gonna shoot him right in his groin. In his what? Groin. Groin. Oh, okay. Right where the uh, the log is gone. Missing dick is. Yeah. <laughs> Just to emphasize a point. It's brutal. So, the arrow comes sailing down, hits him right where his um, third leg would have been, and it sticks out in a an erect fashion, and just seems to hit a nerve on him as he goes, <laughs> and falls to the side. Just yeah. Limp, kind of great. blocking the tunnel off a little bit too with his corpse, because he's like... Even sideways, he's like five foot. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for him. <laughs> he's had a lot. A lot done to him. Maybe we were a little harsh. <laughs> Are we still in combat? No, combat is over. You have free movement. Now. Okay. So I have a question about this thing that I'm holding. <laughs> this ogre dick. Because we have the rings, is it still... Like... It's bigger now. <laughs> <laughs> what size is it? Um, like, could I will this thing to be smaller? Um. <laughs> well, you you caught me off. I have no idea. Um. <laughs> DM, Josh DM, isn't DM usually lost for words, but that's what did it. <laughs> Uh, I would say that the, the, it, you know, that's a good point, because, like, what, the ring is labeled as a ring of reasonable size, right? So the real intent of what you were using it before was kind of like as your quarterstaff, right? Because it was that length. Mm -hmm. But now you've picked it up. I mean, as long as you're intending it to continue to use it like that, I would say yes. And then, um, you could try... So to will it to be something else. Yeah, so I'm going to try and like hope given that we have these rings I'm going to take off my backpack and try and put it into my backpack and hope it fits. <laughs> um, now recording. <laughs> and I hope Craig missed all of that. that was it's very much a Josh being like, I gotta get this shit on tape. No, don't worry. <laughs> this is still on tape. It's just that I, uh, I've, like I said in the past, sometimes I let his recordings do catch things that the other one don't. So, but, um, in that regards, you know, putting it the ogre dick in your pack, you, uh, and willing it, you think real hard, basically, and it's able to f come down to uh, probably uh, instead of, like, the full um, almost five and a half feet it was before, <laughs> that it's, like... Five and a half feet? <laughs> almost. <Whoa. laughs> that it, um, down to a more reasonable size of, like, a foot. Okay, so it'll fit in my backpack, right? Oh, yeah. It'll okay, take up okay, the whole I'm backpack, gonna... but... Yeah, I'm gonna just kind of stuff it on in there. What are you detecting magic for? All around? All around. I was... I'm waiting until... Until Zeph is done with that dick. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't know. 
magical ogre penis. Add to your inventory. See this yeah, for I'm later. It, I'm just casting it to see if that if any of these like zombies had anything on them or if there's anything else in the cave. You do not notice anything in particular besides their actual forms, which are all glowing. Um, a f um, mm. trying to go to that currently. What color would that be? Zeph's backpack glowing. Um, it would be. It would be. I just don't know all the colors it would be because I don't know what's all in there right off the top of my head, to be honest with you. My backpack? Oh, my backpack would probably be glowing because I have two of those, like, cold stones still. Yeah. And then I have, like, the Torque of Zenith in there. Or, no, that's around my neck. But then I have, like, an urn of unending, like, the urn with, like, the unending water in there. And I got some weird shit in there. That wand, that random, we don't know what it does wand is in there. Did we ever try to use it? It's a wand of resurrection. Everyone, all the zombies come back to life. Like, <laughs> half dead. And they die shortly as townspeople. I don't remember that wand. But I, if we didn't try and use it, I'd be surprised. It's somebody like, it was like some wand that somebody got and knew that it had something to do with wind magic, so they gave it to me, because whoever found it was like, here, you like air. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> Here's a wind wand. It was me. And what you're mm. viewing around the um, corpses, um, and including um, a relational color to the, the same shape and size that had just gone into Zeph's pack, at least, of this almost light-absorbing black aura, just like of light. It's not, it's the black picture than night. And... Necromancy. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, so the dick is fine? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. And... There's a black aura around the dick. <laughs> cool. You just shoved a necromantic penis in your bag. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Comes back to life and tries to uh, make babies it with the wand. sneaks up on you. Yeah, God. Um, so I see what you're looking okay. at there, Idril. Um, you're visibly noticing a, two halves of a stone that look like they used to go together, and there's just this light arc just... <laughs> of energy that you're seeing going between them. That looks like um, it was connected, like I said before. Um, are the rocks movable? Like, could I try to pick one up and put it on the other? Uh, with your rings of reasonable size, I don't see why not. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna like, try to like reconnect the rocks since they appear to have been connected before. Are they magical? Do I see? Um, you do notice an aura, and the aura for them is a silver or teal, whatever that one is. It, it, this is the one that we all, I find like a hundred different things for. Those rocks have enchantment, just so you know. 
as soon as you pick up the pick it up basically um, and it resizes it kind of zings over to the other one and just slick into a rock just and the sizzling of magic seems to be re retained back into it and um, you do hear a bit of a wow through the cave Nothing else changes? Not that you can visibly see or hear, no. So I ask, since it's magical, I ask, uh... Wait. You're a wizard, Thea, right? No, I'm... I get my magic from nature, but maybe I can help. Oh, yeah, you're a druid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, um... Since it's magical and you know magic things, I'm gonna ask you to like come check this rock out and see if you can like figure out like what its purpose is and like what it does. Would that be like a nature check? It would actually survival. It would actually be a um, arcana, I believe. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if it was nature, I could do that. I don't know. I thought maybe I'll, Brock. I'll help her. I'll help her so we get advantage. I rolled the same thing. <laughs> Seven. I, I have a question when you guys are done. For you, Josh. Yeah. Um, you got a seven from the check on that. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, sorry. Um. Mm -hmm. You kind of look at it, and you're you're not familiar with these runes, but you can at least determine that they are because of the enchantments. You know that it is sort of containing magic, you know, inside of it, and almost funneling it or sourcing it from something to to it. You know. It's not the rock itself that's magical, it's more of a conduit, if you will. Okay, I'll, I'll say that. So it's a what were you going to say, Zeph? Okay, um, so I went back over... Does it over... look like the rocks at the temple thing? The... The, uh, like, mini, um... Stonehenge. These look much older. Like they've been mm -hmm. here for millennia. And they're oddly not of the same stone that is surrounding you, just visibly. Hmm. So what's your question, Zeph? Okay, so I'm gonna go back over to where this other ogre was, like where I dropped its heart. <laughs> okay. Um I have common clothes in my backpack. Can I take out, like, the shirt and try and wrap the heart up in, like, the shirt is, like, um, like, I don't know, like a hobo-like pouch type thing. Okay. And then take my rope and tie it onto my backpack, since I know it won't fit in there, because the, you know, dick's taking up the rest of the space. Yeah, I mean, you can, and it's, uh, okay. it's, it's gonna be a little oozy, though, like... Not like dripping, but more like jelly. 
just like yeah that's kind of why i did the shirt thing so that it didn't you know yeah it's definitely all over everything yeah and it's definitely so big is it soaking the shirt and it's probably uh a good like uh cantaloupe size maybe okay and i'm gonna walk back over i just like i feel like we should keep these because i feel like they'll be good uh maybe bartering tools like, I'm sure somebody somewhere is interested in buying a zombie ogre dick and a zombie ogre heart. Sure. I'm sure there's a market out there somewhere. Where there's yeah. a... Take as many body parts as you need. Where there's a... <laughs> a will, there's a way, right? Uh. And then I'm going to look at Gunther and be like, sorry, buddy, we'll find you a different bone. He probably still has the arm, right? I mean, if you didn't, if you didn't drop it, yeah, he's proud of himself. But yeah, this rock seems to be storing magical energy. Hmm. And outputting it somewhere. go up to the rock and just pat it and be like, ah, oh, good rock. What is this? It's not like me. Thing. That is in yeah. an empty brazier. Well, rather, it's got coals in it, but it's not lit. Okay. Do we want to light that? Yes. We can probably give us and if anything, it'll at least light up, you know, what's going on. I'm going to take my torch and light it. Okay. Just trying out something here. Um, well, when you do that, it just... To, oh wait, here's a better one. Because it seems to have had actually, when you stuck the uh, torch in there, some actual ignitable kind of like a, an oil or gas or uh, of some sort around the creating fumes that were on the coals pre planned there. And just bursts into light. We have magical it. stuff in this room. And it illuminates just behind it an obvious opening, a three-pronged opening that you hadn't seen before on the wall. Is there any magical auras oh. in here? Um, there seems to be a faint one around their, what looks to be like an engraved portion in the stone just behind this table, a kind of swirly engraving there. Um, but it looks to be as if it had 
been more of like a, a, a past situation. It's no longer magical at this at this particular instant. It's like a it's it's like a, a, a I'm trying to think of I know what I mean. I just can't find a better way to explain it. <laughs> Sorry. It was used in the past. Basically. I'm gonna walk over to it and just point and be like, like, this is weird. There was clearly some weird magic happening here, but I don't. Yeah, know there's also something it. back here. How big are the holes? Probably um, in diameter. You can't tell how deep they go without investigating further because it's a um, dark hole still. But they're diameter-wise, they're um, probably about the size of. Um, a, a, a regular human finger. Okay. Um. How how big is the the rock that's over here? Sorry. No, you no worries. Um. It's like. I mean, I guess I I do have the ring of reasonable size, but like, could I like pick it up and take it with me? Mm-hmm. You could try. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, this zombie that I'm in front of, can I rip off its arm, or at least its hand? Oh, did you go all the way back there? Uh, yeah. Um, it does already have one less arm, which is actually on the floor from Gunther. Oh, okay. When he I'll dropped. just pick that up then. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm gonna run back. And, um, when you pick that rock up, Idril, it did resize to fit kind of in the palm of your hand as a, as a marble. But it's like it's radiating heat now from the what you can t expect to be a trapped-in source of energy almost in it that's like vibrating in your hand. Just it's not like burning me. It just feels warm. Very warm though, almost to the point of uncomfortable, or to the oh. point of uncomfortable, but not quite actual burning. <laughs> okay, I just like put it in like a side pocket okay. in my. Thing. I'm gonna stick three of the zombie fingers in these holes. I knew that's where you were headed with that. That's <laughs> that's smart. Sacrificing my own fucking fingers. Yeah, smart. And the fingers, you after you fumble around for a little bit, just like holding the arm and then like trying to take your other hand and manipulate the the dead fingers into the hole. You know, you're just slapping around there for a second, and they slide in. But you can tell that there's more room in the back of it that you can't quite, you don't quite understand. Especially because now you're realizing the fingers that you're able to fit in it are like the first finger, the ring finger, and like the thumb. And they're kind of like really spread out. And you're like, well, it doesn't seem to really work with the finger spread. Hmm. <laughs> Of a human. Mm-hmm. Not working how I thought. Maybe uh, an ogre. Oh, so there's there's three holes in the wall here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Could I use my like nature knowledge to try to like investigate the three holes to see if I can determine like what creature it belongs to? I mean, you can. I wasn't sure if it was nature would be the role or if it would be something different. No, I, I see where you're going with it. That That's uh, completely understandable. But as you're looking at it, you're like, there's no creature that would make these sort of 
holes like in this pre precise of placement too. Right, so like you're looking at it and you're like, this kind of looks more industrial, guys. Mm -hmm. so maybe it's like three different objects. Yeah, or Ooh, maybe do we like have three crystals. A key. Like a key. A key. Yeah. Um. Oh, I have some crystals, here. but they're not like well, they're just rock type things. They're not really. Is there anything on this table? There is a tablecloth that looks well worn and used. Um, the chairs are all busted and broken. Um, they're most m mostly standing though. Um, there is a a uh, battered barrel that you're standing next to, Thea, as well. But there's nothing on the table you can see. Okay. A battered barrel. I seen you walked back down and found another one of those rocks. Are you taking that too, Adriel? Or yeah. Okay. Maybe smash the barrel. Yeah, does someone with muscles want to smash this barrel? I'll smash it. Do your thing. Roll what am I? Strength. Twenty-one. Okay. And then... I guess I should have done an unarmed strike. I don't know why I said strength. That was more for like a pickup. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. You want me to roll in on arm strike then? Yeah, because I'm just curious of the damage. Because I was like, wait, how do I get damage with the strength now? Um, unless you were just going to try and pry open the lid, but you did say smash specifically, so... Yeah. Smash it. Um, hits, obviously, and five. So you take your f f fists and you slam it down on top of the barrel like... And you... Slam the lid of it down tighter into the barrel, actually. Mm. Do you want me to burn it? And for as battered as it looks, it's definitely uh, definitely still standing. I don't know, because I don't want to burn, like, whatever. Like the painting incident? Yeah, yeah I don't want to burn whatever's in it. Oh, uh, I'm gonna take my. So you said it's like a pretty rough-looking barrel. It's um. It... it looks like it's been well used, as in like it's like been rolled around a lot and like picked up and dropped and picked up and like. But it's not got any holes in it, or the wood's not decayed or dry rotted that you can tell after you smashed it. Tried to smash it too. Okay. Um, I guess I'll take my quarter staff and try and pry the lid out. Alright. I'm gonna use both hands for that. Sixth, then, I see. Yeah. So you're able to just jam just the tip in under the lid, and it just off and falls back to the side and you see inside actually um, what looks to be some smaller farming tools one one of which is the 
a, a small um, kind of, but the, but then you're realizing as you're kind of sifting around through it that it's actually just the head parts of the tools. There aren't any um, wooden handles that would normally be on them, and it's just the kind of like the 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 hoe portion on on a longer one, a um, pitchfork, a um, a couple different prongs and pieces that you don't recognize actually either. Um, is one of them a, uh, what is it called? Um, a scythe? The, the thingy, no, with the, the three, like the little rake, but it's not a hand rake, it's like the little three prong. Pitchfork. No, I mean, it, it kind of looks like, um, is there any that have three fingers? Yeah, it's, um, a cultivator. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's, um, one does kind of look like that. You can, you can definitely tell you're talking about like the hand tillers kind of right or yeah like it's got like the three like it almost looks like a little raptor talon yeah yeah yeah, yeah there was one that kind of looks like that yep okay i'm gonna pick that up out of there and try and stick it in the holes and two of, <laughs> two of them sort of kind of line up but then the third is just below where it needs to be ah oh, damn it <laughs> And no matter which way you turn it, it seems to do the same thing. I'm going to touch see... this. Oh, go ahead. Do I see anything else in the barrel that looks like it might match up with those holes? Just roll in uh, a quick investigation for me, because you're kind of sifting through this thing. Oh, God. A whopping eight. So you're you're sifting through, and your hand kind of slides in between a couple of them, and you go ah, and you pull back, and it's stuck to your hand. Actually, a little three pronged, like, um, it it looks kind of just like a a, a, a very large fork. Okay, I'm gonna try that one. Okay. Does it look familiar? Do I know what that is? I don't no. think so. Okay. And you... I have a lot of experience with forks. I don't... Sorry, go ahead. Do, do we have experience with forks? I'm, am I missing something? Do we it... have the shrinking forks? Spoons. Spoons, okay. Balloons go boom. Yeah, there were spoons that you guys found from that... Uh... Thanksgiving the, special. The turkey spoon? Yeah. I thought they were forks, but never mind. Go ahead. No, I think we were talking about them in the other session, potentially getting forks. <laughs> <laughs> we need sporks. They're the most efficient. So we were also talking about, I remember. Um, so they line up quite nicely, actually, as you get close to the wall and slide them in there, and you hear kind of a... <coughs> as they just reach the back portion of it. 
Okay, does anything happen? Are you doing anything other than sliding it in there? Uh, I'm going to try and uh, wiggle them around. Giggity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you... <laughs> <laughs> you at least can tell that the, the pressure is taken off of whatever was in there, but it doesn't seem to have done anything else. There's a slight gear click as well when you'd heard that impression, but uh, besides that, there there doesn't seem to be any other activity. Can I push on the wall, like, in it, like, just right around where the fork is now sticking out of? Yeah, just roll another investigation for me. Oh, that one's a 16. So you're kind of, you're pushing on this thing, but it's not moving. You're like, what the heck? This is just a stone wall. Why are there these freaking things? And you hear some, you kind of slide your hand over to this, to right about here, just a little, um, uh, about an arm's breadth away from where the fork was slid in. And you kind of notice a little crack where there, that leads up and down straight up on that side. And you're like, hmm. and you look on the other side, and you see another one mirroring, mirrored over to just that other side as well. That kind of gives you an impression that there is some way to move it, but you, you just don't understand. Uh, guys, found a thing. Can I touch this symbol? Does anything happen? Yeah, you can touch it. And um, when you do, it, it does seem to kind of draw a little bit on your, um, just physically, um, uh, energy, but it, but nothing really happens. Like, it, it feels like you just got, all of the things that just happened to you were pretty tiring, but now you feel even a little bit more tired as you touched it. I think there's something going on with this, but... I'm not sure if it's related or not. Uh, I'm not sure. This seems to be some sort of like trap door, hidden door. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that that door is magical? Uh, is, do you still have Detect Magic up? I don't know. Do I? It lasts ten minutes. Nope, it's down now. You guys have uh, been searching around here after that, and you guys are getting a little hungry, too, I'd say. Um, it's You can definitely tell uh, outside it was um, evening, or rolling into evening when this adventure had started, but it is definitely uh, not if you were to go outside nighttime, by this point, you've skipped dinner, so to say. Um, Squall, you're smart. Come here. Alright. Well, it's just gonna Eldritch Blast it. <laughs> I can't do that. Well, so, but in the interest of not, like, breaking anything, how does this door open? Let's see and I'm gonna show him like the cracks and everything that I've. Can I roll out. an investigation check? 
Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell me what you're investigating a little bit? The crack to see if I can determine how this door may or may not open. Okay. Um, 13. So... You're kind of taking your appendages, <laughs> your bird claws, and running it along those cracks, and you notice there's another one kind of at the base of the door, and you're you're just, you know, tracing that around, looking up at the ceiling, and you see that there's a there isn't really a a crack there other than so you can kind of two, but you can see that the this is a slab almost of stone that very minimally could just slide into the ceiling. You could see it. You could visualize it in your mind's eye. Okay. I'm going to tell Zaf that this door is capable of opening. We would just need to find the trigger mechanism that would allow the door to move up. Well, I would assume it would be this fork that I stuck in the wall because it, like... <coughs> Try felt... pulling it up. Yeah, the door, the door would go into the ceiling. Um, um, so what if I try pulling down on the fork? Give it a go. I'm going to try pulling down on the fork. <coughs> and you do that, and you don't recognize any change, really, because those holes were lined up perfectly, so you could tell that the points were a little bit smaller than the rear. You can hear them kind of scraping around in the back, just... But nothing happens. Same with up? Mm-hmm. She's, she's been just... Yeah. Going around in this thing. Um, what if I take... I'm gonna take my quarterstaff and kind of try and, like, wedge it under the slab and, like push the slab up. That'd be a strength check. Okay. Natural 20! <laughs> Ooh. She's strong. Um, I'm determined. And as soon as you take the staff into it, you got it wedged in there, but then you and you were going with all of your might just straight down on the back end of the staff, and you hear, start to hear a and the snap. Staff breaks. No! Oh, good thing you have a big dick in your back. <laughs> Unfortunate. I'm gonna dislodge the other half. Um, and... Uh, does anybody have, like... I have mending. Do you want me to try? Does anybody have any tape? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Does anybody have any duct tape? Um. How does mending? Yeah, if you want to. I'm sending it right now. I don't know if it's enough, but I'll I'll place my hands over both sides of it and at least attempt to <laughs> make it better. So it looks like it's a casting time of one minute too. Hmm. Okay, I'll I'll 
even though it's cross-legged on the ground though okay while i'm doing it and is there any other way that you're going to or just going to hold them both really close to each other and just stare at it intently (laughs) yeah okay i don't think i've ever used mending before so i'm just gonna like like in my mind try and do it but but also not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> just Could I make an Arcana check on the door to see if an acid splash would be corrosive enough to just, like, melt the door away? Um, that would be actually a little bit of a nature check, because you're trying to figure out what sort of stone that is. Okay. And as you're, you know, sitting there staring intently at the ends of the um, frayed, broken staff, they just... But there is a jagged line scar <coughs> across the whole thing that's kind of a, a golden color um, in tune with the other magics you've worked with um, where the crack was from the staff. Thank you. Golden. I dig it. Yeah. I mean, you could still see the crack, so I'm not sure if... I wouldn't use it to open any more doors, but... Here you go. She's gonna have to roll, like, a fucking check on it every time she attacks with it to make sure it doesn't break in half on her. You can just shut up now. (laughs) You got it it back in your hands. You can tell the thing is solid. You've swung it around a good bit, and you're like, Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I did the... The, uh... Embellishment on it. Gold, gold is protection magic. And it's also not really the aura that you had said nece- necessarily, but I would say that's your interpretation for sure. Um, I'm gonna get pissed off at this lab and just fucking take it. Wait, Squall is going to oh, yeah, roll right. a nature <laughs> check for me. Do it right now. Dispel magic on it if we think it has magical properties. 16. So you know for a fact that this is not a um, acid prone stone, at least in the regards to the type of acid that you'd be casting. Uh, almost instantaneously, it's it's more of a hard, um, harder stone. It is still sedimentary, but it is definitely, it would etch it and probably even make it a little bit harder on the surface, but it would not actually dissolve any large portions of it. So are you... Are you gonna kick it now, Zeph, or...? Yeah. I'm just gonna fucking... On arm strike. Here comes a broken bone. Nat 20! (laughs) She hates this door. And seven damage. So you kick the bottom right where the uh, crack is, and you just... (laughs) And you hear... (laughs) of your pinky toe. Mm. Um, Yeah, toys are supposed to be good things! (laughs) They they are when you're striking something (laughs) that gives instead of something that's just a solid piece of stone. (laughs) What if we apply some kind of magic to the, uh, 
symbol on the floor. Maybe that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah, my next suggestion was going to be, what if we put one of those rocks? I was for um, just bludgeoning, I guess, damage to your foot. (laughs) This is a good idea. I was just going to start, like, casting different kinds of magic on it, but I think the rock is probably a better use of our time. So did you do? Yeah. Did you do that, Idril? I'm assuming because you've moved down here as well. It looks like. Do what? What they were suggesting. Yeah, I don't remember what they suggested. Put the the rock you picked up on the rune. Oh no! I was just gonna try to investigate the rune to figure out what it was. Actually, you know what I bet it is. That stone with the electric coming out of it, I bet that's what powers that thing. That's the one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to see if I could discover anything about, like, this rune, like, um, like, where it might have came from or, like, what it means or... Yeah, I mean, you can roll an investigation. Well, that didn't work. Why is the room moving? I I was messing with shit. Sorry. Okay. Uh you got a four. So Yeah. You look at <laughs> are you just looking at it or are you like what else are you doing to it? Uh I'm like looking at it, I'm like like uh putting my hand like on top of it. Okay. Like um, it's not, like, written in dirt, is it? Or is it, like, kind of, like, carved in the dirt? It's carved into, kind of, etched into the stone, actually, that's under the, oh, the, the top, okay. top layer of dirt. So it's kind of... Okay, yeah. So I just kind of, like, run my hand, like, slightly over it to see, like, if I can, like, feel any energy or, um, decipher what the rune might mean. And when you do that, you do get a little more tired than you were before, even though you're you're getting, you know, it's getting onto the evening like I've described before, and uh, you do kind of feel that the the rune was probably sapping you of that energy, but from from beyond that, you're not quite sure what the heck. I think we should try putting the stone on it. Yeah. yeah, so I'll take out one of my stones and put it on there. Okay. And as you take it out and set it down, it pops back up, you know, just to its uh, original size on top of that room. Um, and excuse the layering, it actually is on top of that room. So I was trying to figure out why you were talking, like, where is this dang layer? Um, and it just <laughs> lights up the whole room that's under it, and the stone is kind of just sapped of energy. And you hear, in the direction of the door, just a word before it was like a small click when you would suck the, the pronged ends into those holes. Now it's just a large 
and it's still behind the door. The door itself has not moved in any shape or form, but you hear just this... Um, Squall, try pushing the door open now. I don't think he's listening. Squall's in the zone. Like, just... Do I need to roll like a, a check? Strength check. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I... I was kind of waiting for... My bad, my bad. The check. No, you're good, you're good. Uh, strength check. I am not the guy for this, but here we go. You can do it. No, I can't. I'm a bird, not a Goliath. And you give it your best squally, just and your wings are flapping, <laughs> trying to push this um, piece into the wall, and you can feel that it's got maybe you're not really sure, but it did doesn't seem to budge, but it, at all with that, with that push. Uh, Squall, does it feel like it's got any sort of, like, give to it now? No. <laughs> I'm gonna is, Eldritch Blast the door. Is the metal thing still in it? Mm-hmm. This has been a long time coming for this door. Stand back, everybody. I'm gonna head back here. So while while Squall Eldrick blasts it, I'm gonna set the other stone on top of the, the rune. And it that's um, both beams and five. Oh, wait, ten damage for both beams total. <laughs> Okay. Um, this the this, I'm just gonna describe the rune stone first here. Um, when you set it down on the first one, it doesn't seem to actually do anything. Uh, the energy it other than it's going back to its original size on top of the stone. So you've got the two stones stacked on top of each other, but the first one has obviously still got the of energy inside of it, or the second one that you stacked on top. Uh, so I move it to, like, sit beside the rune, then, so they're, like, right next to each other on top of the rune. And it also seems nothing to to do nothing. The rune is still mm -hmm. glowing and full of energy underneath of it, though. So. I'm gonna, like, touch the rune and, like, try to, like, press on it. Like, maybe it's, like, a button that I'll, like, lift the door. It also does not seem to be the case. What if you pick up both stones now? I can do that. What happens? Okay, and then the first one that you um, laid down is, you can tell, when it shrinks down, no longer warm to the touch even, and the runes on it are dark, darkened out. They, And it has no mm. more of that... Energy from the floor. Okay. Hmm. Is the rune on the floor still glowing? Yes. I'm 
I'm gonna stand on it. I was gonna say, I just like start jumping down, like up and down on top of it. Um, that also doesn't seem to do anything. Is there any other like markings on the wall over here? Or like around the room? None that you can tell besides the rough hewing of the cavern itself. Yeah, I was like, why did it just turn into a rainbow? Hmm? I said, why did it just turn into a rainbow? Oh, you're seeing the glow that I just uh, attached to the, the rune, actually. And so now you're seeing a color gradation from the brazier and the rune from blue to red, or orange, I guess. Mm. So it makes it... But it there's does... no markings on the wall over here? None. Anywhere? Mm -mm. None? Mm -mm. You said there's nothing on the table? Mm -mm. Alright. What about gonna... this brazier? It's just gonna take its turn jiggling the key in the holes. Um, the brazier looks pretty much like a normal brazier. I don't know if you want to roll an investigation on it there, Thea. And... Is that the, the thing on the ground? Yep. The It's kind of just a box, metal box, with a, um, some charcoal in it that's on fire right now. Mm. And... The wiggling of the key also, from your end, Idril, doesn't seem to do much. You just feel the... going... in, in, okay. in its... Idril just, like, needed to feel it for himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Idril's just gonna... he's gonna walk through the cavern some more and see if he can't figure out, like, if there's something else in the cave. That can help with the door situation. Is this something on the wall in front of me, or is this just rock? Where did you go? Oh. Yeah, that's rock. Uh, so as I'm, like, walking around the cavern, I'm looking for, like, other runes and, like, anything that might look, like, similar to... The room and like the secret door. Ooh, what's this? That seems to be a room that is currently glowing as the other one was. I need to add an actual glow to that. Um, and you, your guessing is also full of energy, like the one that you just refilled, basically. I'm gonna touch it. Um, just with your hand? Yeah, just to like, see if it feels like the other one. As opposed to the other one, which you had felt previously when it was, uh, you know, drained sort of of energy, this one is almost as if it were resustenizing you, as if you had just had like a, a small snack. Ooh, yum. Oh, that one charges, the other one consumes. Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <coughs> keep walking around. Maybe there's a third oh. rune. So if the one rune... If... I'm gonna put a stone on this rune. Okay. As soon as you do that, it does um, also just light up like the first one, and it saps that second stone that you found 
um, completely of energy, mm-hmm. and it, and you hear off in the distance, and you guys that are over in front of the door hear yet another. <laughs> You and want the job. metagaming, but sorry. But do you want to try and charge those stones on the other one? Oh, well, not yet. Okay, I'm gonna try not to metagame too much. And I'm just gonna like, keep looking for another boon, and then if he can't find one, or if he does find one, he'll like. Go back to recharge the stone. Maybe. So uh, a little rumbling, but not like, but not like thing like the door didn't open. I was just about to say I'm gonna try the door again. What are you trying with it? To lift it up. Well, first I'm gonna try and wiggle the fork. And when you do that, the clicking that you had heard before sounds a little bit more pronounced. It's just click, (laughs) and the um, small little farming tool is almost like forced out of it, just like, and it slides back up into the ceiling. Um, Roll initiative. Fucking finally. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Do you want to hold on? Say, I, I can't I, see. I can it. like run back and then see you can tell me <laughs> to charge the rock and I can run again. Do you want me to? Do you want to hold off until next time, or because it is also nine forty-two and just just advising mm, here? Yeah. Did Zeph? Did Zeph yell? Holy see. shit! <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's like a stopping point. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna open the door and see this thing and be like, Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> it's a cliffhanger. Nice. 